0: Dirty Sports Podcast.
1: Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast, I am your host, Andy Ruther, coming to you live today from the Smut Studio in Venice Beach, California, with my fill-in co-host on my left, the one and only, Tug Coker. Hello, Andy. I feel like you've been practicing that. Is that your Evil Tug? What was that? What was that? It was that? a combo
0: of the excitement for Evil Tug to come out and also the, the release of the Joker trailer today. Ah, oh, yeah. I just I just tried to infuse a little, I don't know, Joaquin Phoenix yeah. doing Heath Ledger. I don't know. Do you think that's what Joaquin Phoenix is tried to invoke? I have no idea. I'm sure it's so hard because everyone loves Heath Ledger's Joker. Yeah. But like... I got pretty psyched up for that trailer today. I don't know if you did. I did too. I was pumped. I'm a big fan uh, of Joaquin Phoenix. I'm a in general. huge Joaquin Phoenix fan. Going back to the, one of my favorite movies of the '80s, Parenthood. Oh, ah, yeah. he was a young kid in Parenthood. When that's he's right. Like, if you haven't seen Parenthood yet, go see it. It's awesome. Um, he's great. He's like he's like ten or eleven. He's and he's yeah. really good in it. So, that's great. Talking sports right off the bat. No, no, no,
1: no, no. it's that, relevant. Yeah. It, it's Twitter has been on fire with
0: the trailer being released today. Well, I you know I looked up, I didn't know, or maybe I forgot, it was Todd Phillips directing. That's right. The Hangover. So this is quite a you know transformation for Todd Phillips. What else he done? He's done Old School, The Hangover movies. What all, are some other... I don't know. Road Trip? Did, didn't he do Road Trip? I think he did Road Trip. And he also did this famous documentary like in the late 90s or early 2000s about fraternities. Do you, do you remember this? I can't remember. Guys, on YouTube, help me out. He did this documentary which kind of put him on the map for comedy where he kind of infiltrated the fraternity system and he he went through and watched people getting hazed and stuff and some of it they decided was staged. It's a really, really enjoyable movie and it kind of launched him, so I was pumped.
1: uh, I'm a big fan. One of my favorite underappreciated lines of his movies is in old school, the beginning when he knocks on the door and he says, I'm here for the gangbang. Do you but, me- do you even remember that? Uh, yeah, so he always will uh, uh, have like a line in a movie.
0: I I don't know old school nearly as well outside of the the classic you know the Will Ferrell like tranquilizer scene. It's not my it's, it's okay. My most so well I know that movie, bro.
1: It's it's where Luke Wilson comes back. I'm looking
0: at Todd Phillips.
1: Julia Louis bro. Dreyfus. You know he comes back early from the airport and uh, he realizes she's just basically into just banging dudes. And then,
0: oh, at, yes, no, yes, after yes, that comes yes, out, yes.
1: Todd Phillips knocks uh, on the door and he's got like yes. his little afro, yeah, afro and he afro says, one, yep. I'm here for the gangbang. It's just a classic, great line to uh, start the movie. But that's great. I didn't know Todd Phillips was directing the Joker movie. It makes me even more excited, to be honest.
0: Let's see. Let's just do a quick uh, uh, past titles of. He's um, got a million. Oh, Project XX, which is like this sort of yeah. uh, off the. Uh, um. It was sort of like some discoveries. Yeah, let's see.
1: We're we're already in the we're already in the IMDb uh, rabbit hole. Not even five minutes in.
0: Hangover, obviously. Uh, school for Scoundrels. Oh, I didn't know he did Unfamiliar. that. Unfamiliar. Starsky and Hutch. Oh, I didn't know he did that. Which is pretty fun with Snoop doing yeah. his little job. He directed the great fish documentary Bittersweet Motel for all the fish heads out there. That's crazy. Yeah, Road Trip, and then the famous frat house from 1998, which kind of got it all started. So he me. did that before Road Trip. 1998. Yep. Well, kind of launched him. Shout out to Todd Phillips. It looked awesome. So anyway, I hope, yeah. yeah, I hope he's, uh, hope he's listening. Hey, Todd, thank you so much for, for posting the Joker today. Yeah, it was just something to talk about.
1: And uh, we have a lot to discuss. We're going to have MB- uh, We're going to have Final Four preview, some NBA discussion. Mm-hmm. Bryce Harper comes Mm -hmm. back to D.C., the American Allegiance Football Alliance, NWO, whatever it's called, (laughs) suspends uh, operations. So we got a lot to talk about, and and apparently I'm going to eat some crow. We can get into that if you want right away. Dude, just do college basketball to start? I mean, we can get into me being completely wrong on the Virginia situation.
0: I'm excited about it because you know I've been talking about UVA this year. For a couple uh, years, for, let's be honest. Well, I've been talking about it for a couple years, but this year I thought was the most exciting because they lost to a 16 seed last year. They, like, they, they made history. Yeah. And now it's a fact that I think more teams, more one seeds should lose to a 16 seed. Because it, sh- it shows you. Hot take alert. They've shown you the Hot path. Hot
1: take alert. They've
0: shown the path now. Like if you lose to a 16, every one seed that's lost to a 16 seed has made it to the final four the next year. That's a fact. It is a fact. We like facts on dirty sports. So, I've just been saying for a couple of months now that this team is not valued highly by the public. Yeah, it's a great opportunity to bet on them to win the region. bet on, sure. bet on them to win the national championship. Now they haven't done it yet. We all know, but you at no point bought into UVA. No, I didn't. Because and I demand uh, an apology. Just- I demand.
1: An apology. Give me the L chain. I'm a man of my word. I'm a man of my word. I can own up. There's a reason it sits there. I can own up when I'm wrong. I can put on the L chain. I'm wearing it. I was wrong. And I saw a clip that we're going to drop, or you're going to drop, about me being wrong. It's all on video. It's all on audio. I was wrong. Here's the L chain. I'll take the L for Tony Bennett and all your... Guys with bleach blonde hair playing for Virginia, c- uh, Dikite Cisco. You got yeah. c- you got a tall <laughs> version of Cisco on your team. I don't know what's going on,
0: he, but he had the miracle shot. I mean, I know you guys talked about that, but um, I was on a date, which you I know to- very well. You were on a date because I I was uh, embarrassed for you that I, I texted you said this is unbelievable UVA, and you are like, dude, I don't care, I don't care. I was on a date for the second half of the game. Yes, I missed it. And I went to a—I I rarely do this—but I went to a UVA viewing party at Nickel Mine in Santa—it's uh, San, like a little sports bar in West LA. Okay. And it was actually fun because you get to see—yeah—one of those few, you know, guaranteed one-shining moments. Yeah. Where you're going to see this—the this shot forever. You're going to see that shot forever. Now, Brian, talk like about TC minute here. Brian Anderson, who I think is a pretty good announcer he's pretty good botched the moment he did had a mistake he said he called it for the win then he and then he they made it and he said for the tie he, he caught himself or a producer like got, got in his ear, so he'll have to live for that for for a long time but uh I'm pumped for uVA and look look guys UVA is a team that lost to a 16 seed last year, and they came back and did it. Like, okay, how do you, how do you not root for guys like that, though? But let me let me like, ask you have to you, believe in redemption. I know you don't believe in Tigers' redemption like I do, but let, let me ask you this: yeah.
1: how many of the players from last year's team are on this year's team? Quite a
0: few, okay, yeah, except for uh, Kihei, uh, Clark, um, they, they play significant minutes, almost every player does, okay, and you know, like I said, uh, you know, DeAndre Hunter didn't play last year cuz he was hurt but yeah. he's back and he's a lottery pick so it's worth you know monitoring uh, over the final four but but who is your team you know
1: this is its yeah, own yeah, yeah. D- this is its own DSPN 30 for 30 or as we call <laughs> it dirty for dirty who is tug Coker's team joe prano said this last episode shout out to joe who's currently uh he's he's i don't he's got Dogs, and he's doing, what do they call it, the Iditarod race? He's currently in Alaska. He's doing an Iditarod, amazing. He's doing an Iditarod with a bunch of uh, wolves in Alaska right now. Who do you care about more, Tug? We don't know. Because last year you went to the Final Four to see Michigan. This year you're going to Minnesota to see Virginia. Who is Tug or we say Michigan is Tug, UVA is Evil Tug. That's correct. I, I, you know what? It's really interesting.
0: Just like the Joker, I'm starting to crack in real time. I don't know who I am anymore. I have multiple personalities. And I just want to say, uh, yes, Andy's right. I ponied up. I'm going to the Final Four in Minnesota this weekend. So shout out to all the dirt balls in Minnesota. I know there's a few of you out there. I know a few, few of you are visiting for a wedding. Uh, so if you guys want to link up, I'm getting there Friday. It's a bold move, by the way. I'll be buying beers. You Whoa! know what? I'm, I'll be buying beers. If people want to come out, I'll buy some beers. Tug you Coker
1: know? putting out the bat signal to yeah. dirt balls. You will, you're offering it's, it's, to buy. Do you know what happens when you buy
0: dirt ball beers? I can't say I'm, I'm going to buy like all the beers. But still, but do you it, know you what, happens? what happens? What we've, we've
1: had near deaths with the Dirtball family. Oh they God. are nuts. Oh, no. Did I make a mistake? You made a huge... Well, leave it this way. Arizona, we met a bunch of dirtballs. Shout out to our crew in Arizona that we met. Everybody from uh, Crazy Eyes Sam Bradford to Sandals Andy to... We, 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 we. <laughs> Sandals. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, and we come up with like mafia nicknames. <laughs> like, like, oh, Crazy Eyes Sam Bradford. <laughs> <laughs> and Mr. Andy Sandals. They were pretty tame, but I was also baked out of my mind. Like, the Cincinnati dirtball meetup, literally somebody almost died. Shout out to Branson Ping. Literally, he got... He was. Have you ever seen this video? I've not seen. The I'm going to show you after the show. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm not claiming this is going to happen. But
0: good for you. You're a man of the people. I'm a man of the people. But you're also taking a risk. I, I, I agree with all that. But you know, it, you know, you only live once, and you know, you got to meet uh, people that uh, you know love the things that you love. Yeah, basketball, beverages. The dirt balls, dirty sports, all yeah. that stuff. So yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. You know, and shout out to uh, all, like I said, all the dirt balls in Minnesota. Like I, I've made a list of things I need to uh, see and eat. There's a there's a, a burger out there called a. I, I, I watch Top Chef. I don't know if you ever watch it, but. Uh, a guy from Minnesota was on there, and he said there's a burger called a Juicy Lucy. Ooh, that's famous in Minnesota. I guess sounds you, like a girl I fucked. You put,
1: <laughs> you put, oh, Juicy Lucy, give her that D. <laughs> Is your mom still watching? Yeah, sorry, mom.
0: Apologies, Mrs. No. Coker. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I'm just trying to, ta- you know, hit hit a few things that are uh, quintessentially Minnesotan. I love that. What's the Juicy Lucy? I guess it's a stuffed. Hamburger. Like there's the cheese and they said the cheese on top, you put the cheese inside the burger itself. Just gesture and you're ooing looking weird on YouTube as you oo. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure I look weird. Yeah.
1: But you Um, know, that's what I love about the Midwest. Being as a guy from the Midwest, we love creating heart attack delicacies. (laughs) Like that's basically what we do. I mean, I come from a town that puts, you know chili on top of spaghetti and cheese on top of that and you just die or like this or st louis i've discussed the slinger it's like we create these things that are like how can i die and just leave the midwest sooner than anyone so
0: about you know it's just about surviving like the the, the winter i mean if you just can make it to the outs you know yeah Cause I, I looked at several bars that ha- they look awesome that like i think i saw one that had like like, an, like a, an outdoor lawn bowling. Like a huge barn has an outdoor lawn bowling yeah. on the roof. But it's only open from like May to June. Because then, you know, it's snowing. I, I
1: would love to go to Minnesota, Minneapolis. Yeah. I have a good buddy from college. He lives there now with his family. He's been always on me. I'm like, dude, we. Ha- I have a window though. It's like what you're saying. Yeah. There's a window of time. I mean, I remember seeing the maps this year when they would show the temperature and they'd show like the map of Minnesota. Do you remember seeing that? Yeah, it'd be like negative thirty-eight. It's Planet Hoth, Star Wars. That's ridiculously cold.
0: I mean, that's absurd. I, I had I had a quick moment in my brain. Sorry, guys, because Andy has scolded me for for shuffling my feet because it rocks to the, the camera. <laughs> and I and I, I I shuffled my feet. And I, met, I just had like a little nurse or a little nun, Annie, on my it's the on my shoulder. You're yeah, a stomper. Okay, so I'm a stomper. St- stop it. No
1: stomping. I but yeah. I feel when you stomp that's evil tug coming in. It out. is. It's he it,
0: it, it wants to come out. Yeah. It's like the Bruce Banner. I'm Bruce Banner. And uh, I like that. But um Who are you predicting? Let's get to the actual games. So we have your UVA. Yeah.
1: What's the line on their game? Five and a half. They're a five and a half point favorite yeah. against Auburn.
0: Yep. You know, as much as I do love UVA and I'm just saying it, you know, they haven't every game similar to similar to Duke. Kind of with like with, with last week, we were was like it's just a matter of time. It seems like it's just a matter of time before Duke falls, right? Because yeah. they had the UCF situation, they had Virginia Tech kind of down to the wire, and then Michigan State makes due on their promise to to avenge their horrific record against Duke by going to the Final Four. UVA still hasn't played great. Like they had, you know, they had a, they had a they had to you know get get lucky to beat Purdue. They had to play just good enough to beat Oregon. They weren't, uh, they weren't decisively, uh, you know, Yeah. successful. So I do have some fears about them. But it's the same way for Auburn. Auburn eked out a near upset in the first round. That's true. And then they did w- play I mean, well we- against Kentucky. You know, they lost twice to Kentucky this year. It's hard to, it's hard to be a team three times. Yeah. But even um, against Kentucky, Auburn didn't look good in the first round. They also took down UNC, right? So I mean, like, But they it, blew out UNC. Yeah, and they played well that game. They lost, you know. Yeah. And also they lost one of their best players. Another game ACL. I missed. Yeah, you were on another
1: date? No, uh Lance Bass's documentary. That's a legit excuse. Is it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not a good excuse. I think it is. I mean, was it was it an, was it an uh, opening or you just wanted to watch it in your spare no, time. No, yeah, it was
1: a, it was a screening
0: uh, okay. at Sherman Oaks. I don't know if you were just bored and you wanted to like turn no, on No, it was a whole shit, like or whatever.
1: you know, it was a whole like invite event. Mm. So, not to sound like I'm cool, but No, I think
0: mean, you did. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you know. Yeah.
1: Which came out today? By the way, a great documentary. I talked about it on Dent Report. It's, Where can uh, one watch this? It's on uh, YouTube now. And are you in this?
0: No. Were you interviewed? No. You should. You should have been. You spent some, you know, quality time with him. But it's about Lou Pearlman. Oh yeah. So the guy who you. founded
1: them and Backstreet Boys, and yeah. how he stole five hundred million. So it's not. It's not even. They go into the boy band stuff, but it's. Not exactly about that. It's gotcha. fascinating. Anyway, quick plug for that. But uh, my, my choice, my selection. Yeah,
0: I, I do like. I, I mean, I've been writing UVA to, to win it all this year. They, they were in, you know, most of my brackets, if not all of them. And I've been touting it on Dirty Sports for the past couple months. Hopefully, you know, um, we've been all about to make some money to, w- to win the region, and hopefully, people have some money on them to win it all. Uh, like my boy Orlando, Orlando, because we are all Iona. Yeah, still shout out. Um, uh, so I like them to get it done. The, the next game—that's the first game of the night—and the the following game uh, is Texas Tech and Michigan State. I think Michigan State opened at minus two and a half, and now they're up to minus three point favorites. And um, I'm going to say this: like, I think that I think the, the public wants to see Michigan State versus UVA. I think you're right. For people who who follow UVA hoops, know that Michigan State has been a thorn in their side. Uh, twice in the last four or five years. They, they got him, I think, in the Elite Eight, and they got him in the, the round of 32 in New York a couple years ago. So it kind of be a cool story. You, gotta, you, know, you think about movie ideas, right? I don't know if this works, but you know, a team that lo- is expected to win it all, loses to a, to a 16 seed for the first time ever, comes back, makes it to the Final Four, gets to the final, and has to beat the team that's been a thorn in their side for the past few years. That's kind of how you write it up so who's playing uh, however I gotta say this trap alert no one's believing in Texas Tech it's a trap
1: You they, that one dude can play there's a couple there's what's, what's the one dude who's gonna be a, a, an NBA first uh, oh yeah tech? I
0: know exactly what you're talking about and that's that's my point I no, this, this is terrible I don't even know the guy's name yeah. he can play you're on a date and I'm watching and I don't you know his name yeah. either but they have a great coach Chris Beard's been a great coach he's been yeah. really you them know, deep runs before he's just a few years removed from, from UNLV um, and I just feel like Everyone's like oh Michigan State's you know going to make some noise. It's only a 3 point line. Yeah. So I'm, I'm saying it's a trap. Watch out. Could be it's Virginia. not a sexy game Could though. Could be Virginia versus Texas Tech. Neither of these games. I don't think anyone's really in love with this Final 4 if you're no. from a marketing standpoint. That's what I was trying to
1: say. Yeah. Everybody tried to jump on me for my tweet on Dirty Sports. That's all I was trying to say is you know Michigan State while they've been a powerhouse in college basketball they're never a sexy team. I mean, even when they won the title back in one two thousand, like Mateen Cleaves was yeah. their guy. Yeah, I'm saying, as far as NBA star power, Mo Pete. Who are we talking here? Draymond Green, but the, but they, but even him, like like who have they? Who is who is Michigan State really pumped out in the last twenty years? And I could be wrong.
0: Well. I wish my buddy Dave Gamels here went to Michigan State to kind of tell us, because there's a few guys that, that have made it into the league. No one has... Um, but I'm talking like Draymond Green is an all-star. He's great. But who else on that level? What's my boy's name who used to play for uh, the Warriors? Um, I want to say Jason Richardson. Is that his name? Did he go to Michigan State? Yeah. Yeah, he was good for a minute. Yeah. Um. Mo-, Mo Pete Mo- Morris Peterson was pretty good for a few years good you know solid player I mean Draymond's probably the best player That's What I'm saying um, you know Valentine Denzel Valentine got hurt I mean everyone kind of I mean he was like a lottery pick like but he JT really, Snow like it's like it's all like that level I think his name is Eric was Eric Snow yeah. I'm uh, just making up players no place with the giant in the the San Francisco Giants <laughs> um to bring in some dirty slides J. Snow. Maybe the uh, YouTube comments will help us out with some some guys, but, but you know, Cassius Winston this year for Michigan State is he's really fun to watch because he he doesn't look overly athletic or, or, or dominant, and he ends up with like twenty five and twelve. Yeah. So uh, no, you're right. Cassius is good. I mean he, he hit the three against Duke, right? Yeah. Clutch. And but you know, from a personal standpoint, I'm excited to see because I've been to I went to San Antonio last year, I went to Atlanta five or six years ago. And that's part of the fun is to watch all how these cities kind of uh, you know put this you know. I mean, really once again, cool shout out to your significant other. Yeah, I mean, you got we got to give her some love. They, yes, my, to my, to my lovely wife, Catherine. Um, I had to really work this one hard, but you know, this one I'm excited about because you're because you're right. Just get back to the whole original point. I grew up loving and still do love Michigan sports. Okay, but I do love. Part of my problem with UVA was so
1: this would be fitting, real quick, to hop in if it was UVA Michigan State against Michigan's rival. That'd be right.
0: That'd be nice. And I, you know, part of the fun because the first two years, yes, I, you know, I love Michigan in my own room, and and you guys can all relate to this, right? Like when you're in your own place and you're watching. I said this before. If you're watching your teams, you just think that they're your team. Yeah. Like you don't you don't think you go to Cincinnati Reds. Like you think this is your team, and then you go into the, you go to the Cincinnati Reds game, and you're like, oh my god, there's you know there's almost ten or twelve other Cincinnati Red fans out there. <laughs> um, <laughs> Shots fired. But uh, that's how it was today. I watched the game today. There's like four people at the stadium. But you know, I think that's like what's fun for me is that this, you know I was always by myself or my dad, who actually went to Michigan, um, watching the game. But here, I actually, I got buddies. Like we're connecting on emails he, he, and we're making. Your dad is known as Mister Evil Coker, right? That's right. That's right. He's uh, <laughs> he, he's an uh, evil uh, junior, a uh, senior, and I'm junior. You're evil, evil, evil junior. Yeah. So are you gonna make any predictions? You think UVA gets through? I do. I think I think UVA is gonna win. They're a slight favorite overall. There's like they're like plus one twenty five to win it all. Okay. Now and I think Michigan State's plus one fifty. So it's pretty close. My prediction is UVA wins it. Um. But it will be. Uh, but it might be Texas Tech. They're playing.
1: Gotcha. Do you have any good date ideas for me to miss <laughs> so I can miss the Final Four that I can go to?
0: You could um, rewatch your uh, great moment on Steve Harvey show. Oh, look at that plug! Look I mean, at that, guys. Plug. I came over today. I biked over to watch or uh, to do dirty sports, and I said, "Let's get into it." He said, "Hold on, before we do anything, I want you to sit down and watch this entire Steve Harvey segment." So um, I've been held at gunpoint. I watched it. If you haven't already, do watch it. I can fully endorse it. I told you off air. I thought you came off um, quite nicely. Thank you. Yeah, you can watch me. And I go into it. If you guys listen to this week's
1: Dent Report, because I know everybody wants to know the behind the scenes stuff, like how this all goes down. Tug knows somebody out here in L.A. and Hollywood. I go into that. So if you want to hear the full explanation, how basically Prano passed it off to me, which is hilarious. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, that's. I, I, wanna, I do want to get that off here. So yeah. it was originally
1: Joe's and then it somehow came to you. So basically, Joe, Joe. I'll just say this much. Yeah. Again, I, I encourage everybody to listen to Dan Report. Joe knows a comedian who actually I also know in New York who used to date a producer of Steve Harvey's show. Isn't this like the most LA thing? Absolutely. So Prano gets the call to go on Harvey's show. Prano goes, nah, this isn't my cup of tea, but I know somebody who'd be perfect. He refers the production assistant to me. She calls me. The rest is history. Uh, I went on Steve Harvey last week. It aired today. You can find clips online. I believe it's steve tv.com. Uh, although the TV version that aired today is much better which you saw. 100% agree. So check that out. You actually have some stuff going on right now too. You have, can I say this on air? You
0: have a, a script that I read. Yeah, I don't want you talking about it too much because it's not. You know, I want to sell it. Okay, but I did have. Uh, I, I you know, you and I talked about uh, some common interests. Yes. Um, and so Tommy Dewey and I have, uh, you know, are out there trying to we're teaming up again. We're teaming up again. The dynamic um, duo is back. We have just started. Uh, you know the The introductions to companies to hopefully pitch it out with them and then try to sell this thing, while we're all waiting for now we're talking to get through these uh, that tens of law, thousands of lawyers that we're dealing with. But um, but we hopefully have this, another project and you, you 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 wanted to read it and um, I, I was excited for you to read it and I read the pilot yeah, last night. Yeah, it's really good. Thank you, thank you. So hopefully uh, hopefully soon we'll sell it and we'll start this new journey. I love That's it. A, yeah, it's yeah. a
1: it's a it's a
0: process, is it not, Tug? Absolutely. Like
1: we we talk about thusting the process, it is a process.
0: I called you like a what time? Like eleven o'clock last night or something. Tug yeah, called yeah. me about eleven, and I it's
1: said, "Just thusting." I said, "Damn, late night for you." I said, "I, I said I'm just sitting down to read your, your your script," and he said, "I'm thusting and I'll be thusting for the next few hours." Yeah,
0: you know, I, I, I got two two kids to feed. Yeah. Got to, got to, got to, got to, got to sell some, some shows out there. So you know, uh, hopefully you guys will follow along on the journey. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to grind, but in the meantime, I'm taking a pit stop and going to Minnesota to, to. Uh, I want to go curling. You want to go curling? Yeah. I think, I think that's what you. I think I want to find like a gym where you go curling. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Yep. Well, Tug, I'm
1: gonna give this love to the dirt balls. Actually, advice to the dirt balls: if they want to join you during the final four, they should get those tickets on SeatGeek. Guys, we talk about SeatGeek all the time, Joe Prano and I. Joe is probably using SeatGeek right now to watch uh, some sort of bobsledding or logging event in Alaska. (laughs) I don't know what they do up there, guys. But I was actually looking at SeatGeek because I want to go see MC Hammer, 2 Live Crew, this massive uh, 90s rap tour that's going to come through uh, Orange County here in July. You guys should use SeatGeek as well. Guys, SeatGeek. This is all about SeatGeek. Here's a a new fact. I always do these reasons. Here's a new fact. SeatGeek is a ticket company where the customer comes first with more than 50,000 five-star reviews in the App Store. Wow. Guys, we like facts on Dirty Sports. Those are some hot facts for you. And best of all, all listeners get $10 off their first SeatGeek purchase. And lastly, of course, guys, SeatGeek supports our show. So go support them because they support us. See? It's all team, guys. We're all a team. Use our promo code DIRTY for $10 off your first purchase. You can use that for a concert tickets, sports, comedy, whatever you want. Remember, that's promo code DIRTY for $10 off your first purchase.
0: I'm scrolling SeatGeek constantly right now trying to make sure I secure those tickets to the Final Four. You know, I mean, still working, still working those angles. Oh, you haven't, you haven't pulled the trigger on the tickets. No, no, no.
1: You pulled the trigger on the plane flight. I
0: did. Here's here's what's great. Let me just tell you, I don't know how many of you out there fly Southwest. I'm a big proponent of Southwest because I'm just, I don't. I'm a huge fan of Southwest. I don't like to be locked in and I know that if I buy so I can change my flights. Yeah. So I bought one flight for Monday in case they lose Saturday night and I bought another flight for Tuesday in case they went. And they're one of the few where you can change. Exactly. Or I just bank it. I'm like, I'll probably fly Southwest again in a month. Why have, no, why have no other airlines caught on with this? I don't understand. I don't
1: understand it. Why have they not understood that Southwest is the only one to us? My brother recently had to cancel a trip. He told me uh, his wife got sick. They were going to go visit friends in Denver. He said, dude, for us to change our flights... And for us, he goes. The amount of money we lost for not going was absurd because it wasn't
0: Southwest. Right. He's like, it's just wild to me. I don't know why people don't do that. I think the Final Four is like the perfect uh, example for why Southwest is, uh, you know, a great company to use when you're when you need to be flexible because yeah. you, four four teams don't know that they're going to be in the Final Four until yeah. a week before. Yeah, so. You either buy a ticket on a prayer, like you know, that you can cancel or bank, sure. or you're looking for last minute tickets. You know, so I think it's about. I think yeah, you know, it's, to me, it's like a no brainer. I mean, this is a great time for. I mean, this is not a Southwest plug. Somehow it turned into one. But. It, they really got a nice long plug right but, there. <laughs> but, but I think it's just more about. This is my third Final Four. It'll be my third. I, I've really enjoyed going. Um, I love going around. What's that like going by yourself though? Well, last year I went by myself, but I did meet with. I, I did end up watching the game with my cousin. Okay, are um, you meeting anybody this trip? My dad's going. Oh, nice. My father, and also there's a ton of my buddies who, um, who are big UVA guys. Uh, we're all going to be there, so I'm, I'm really excited about that because if, you know, last couple of years you just go drink beers with people who are you know you don't know. Yeah, <laughs> well, complete strangers. Well,
1: I want to give a shout out to some dirt balls. We're talking Virginia, so that's close enough. Let's talk. Well, D.C. and
0: Virginia are. Like yeah, for I want to sure. give a
1: shout out to some. DC Dirtballs, look at this new bobblehead we got. As, as I hold this up, this is. How do you pronounce this guy's name? Uh, Kuznetsov. 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 Yeah. It's is it, y- uh, Yevgeny. Evgeny. Evgeny.
0: Yeah. Evgeny. 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 Kuznetsov. 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 He looks like he's doing the Karate Kid Someone, someone, someone Come and snap that clip of uh, just Russian pronunciation by Andy <laughs> Ruther. Oh, my God.
1: It looks like he's doing the Karate Kid, right?
0: looks like he's doing the Karate Kid. The also, I think interesting choice of capital to send to Andy Ruther. Um, well, they just had this last week.
1: Oh, awesome. Bobblehead. Well done. So shout out to our DC Dirtballs. I love this. This is going to go to the collection over here. Shout out to uh, Paul, Chris, and Mike. And uh, I got to give them what they read uh, or what they put in here. Condoms are for the state of Pennsylvania. so uh, Are they PA guys? No, they're saying condoms. Oh, get four. out of here. Yeah,
0: get out. Yeah, they're get out of a here. Diss yep.
1: At the state of Pennsylvania. So shout out to you guys. Uh, I will add that to our lovely bobblehead uh, collection we have going on over here. You said maybe they went to American? University? I think they went to American University. They were at they were at my pitch in Cincinnati. Oh, let
0: us, let us know because, you know, I, you know, I grew up not too far outside D.C., got a lot of love for D.C., and uh, as you, you guys know, you, you're Caps fans. This is the small NHL nugget from Dirty Sports. Hottest team in the NHL since the All-Star break. They are. So keep an eye out for the Caps to run it back again this year. You got the monkey off of Ovi's back. Yeah. Maybe they'll make a run. And, we'll that, see.
1: and that is our hockey discussion. There it is. That's it. That's all I got. For literally the next year. <laughs> that's that, all that's the discussion. I, before we move on from college basketball, yeah. I want to bring up a couple of these coaching vacancies Coaching carousel and hirings. It looks like UCLA is going to hire TCU coach Jamie Dixon. This is, this is where UCLA is at. This is the state of and I and I had this discussion with Prano a few weeks ago. Like, why can't UCLA get better players? And, and he made a good point, I thought, about this isn't the old days. The guys know if they go to – a kid doesn't care if he goes to Lexington, Kentucky because he's only going to be there seven months because he's going to go pro. But Jamie Dixon, former Pitt, now former TCU coach, that's the
0: best option for UCLA. I read, to, I read to, tonight, I guess, that he um, is from the area. He's a, uh, his dad is a screenwriter. Yeah, yeah. Kn- Shout out to entertainment. I knew he was born here. Um, so he is coming home of sorts. I mean, it is weird to leave your, uh, you know, the, the school in which you graduated. Unless you're Chris Mack, Benedict Arnold. Oh, my God. It never it never ends. No. There should be a, a Chris Mack was mentioned uh, Twitter handle for Dirty Sports. <laughs> 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 um, but, yeah, it's, to me, it's a curious choice, as I'm sure everyone agrees. I mean, they want to go for wattage, right? They want to get mega wattage. They want to get, a, you know... A Larry Brown, you know, back in the day, kind of level coach. Jamie Dixon obviously had some good runs at Pitt, you know, ten years ago. Made it to the, I want to say, the elite eight. Um, but with TCU, he, he was he lost in the semifinals of the NIT last night to Texas. Is that does that does that get the uh, fan base excited? Are you pumped up? No, to, you know, I, no, I just... as
1: as a guy, not that I'm a UCLA fan, but look, we're two guys who live here. Yeah. I like to see local teams at least be competitive Jamie Dixon well, is not firing up any fan basketball
0: is always better when UCLA is good I mean they, that's what you I'm know, saying so but you know I, I guess I understand the Steve S- Alford... serious question yeah
1: and I know Joe, Joe would love this this might be a little too dark for you serious question who's a better who's a better coach digging up the skeleton of John Wooden or Jamie Dixon I mean I'm being serious like this is this is I just I, I to me, this is settling. This is the guy. This is your friend who's dating the girl who just settles, and he just marries her.
0: Well, I, you know the thing about Jimmy Dixon is I think he's a better coach than Steve Alford. So you, okay. you're, you're making it. You're making a step up. I mean, I did not believe in St- Steve Alford when he was in New Mexico, and uh, I, you know when he came here, he, he had some. He's just not. I don't know for whatever reason it didn't. But he also had the luster of being. You know, one of the top college basketball players in the 80s. Yeah. So, you know, he had that going for him. I, th- I want to say Ben Halland was also from Pitt uh, ba- back in the day. So that's yeah. like a little bit of a lineage somehow. I, I-, I want to know what the breakdown, I mean, they looked at Earl Watson, came in to interview, former coach of the Suns, had zero success with the Suns, so maybe that hurt him, but he is an alumnus of UCLA. Uh, you know, I mean, at this point, you might as well just hire Lavar Ball well they they're having they're having their own issues right now with uh, with Big Baller brand. I've noticed. Um, there's some there's some litigation happening it looks there's like. There's
1: nothing baller about the Big Baller brand. No. No, no,
0: no. Um, so but, but but I guess you would know more than me like who who would be the options I guess. You know you know, you know what coach I love who that actually is off the market now is Buzz Williams. Who who, who Texas A&M is- just left Virginia Tech to go to Texas A&M. Now this was all this was this was rumored about months ago. Because I told you off air, he's from maybe eighty miles away. I he's from call, Texas College Station. Yep, a Texas boy. Former assistant. Former assistant. Has coached you know some interesting places. Did what we thought it was a lateral move going from Marquette, to Virginia Tech. I think yeah, I think it's still an odd choice move. At oh, Texas A and M. Now Texas A and M was in the Sweet Sixteen last year. Yeah, but year. that's a lateral move
1: For, from. Yeah. If you look from a basketball history and the current status, I think going from Virginia Tech, ACC, then you go to Big 12, or, or I'm sorry, Texas A&M, uh, they're not, they're in the SEC now. I, right. I mess that up sometimes. But my point is, I, I think, you know, ACC's the best conference.
0: And, and look what Virginia Tech, In a way, you know, I, look, I think look he's a, done Virginia Tech. They, they were, they were then a missed alley-oop of sending Duke to overtime and, and, and potentially beating them, which they did earlier this year. I'd argue it's actually, it's a lateral move but slightly
1: less. It, it, it's it's a it's a downgrade slightly.
0: To, and I, for Program those, for those of you who watched the Duke, Texas, uh, sorry Duke Virginia Tech game last week, Buzz Williams gave a halftime interview with Bonnie Bernstein. Was it Bonnie Bernstein? No, shout out to Bonnie, my my, my friend Bonnie who used to work at CBS. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't know what she's doing these days. Um, she's 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 doing some great things um in the college ranks, but. Uh, but uh, but anyway, he gave a great interview. Yeah, where he was like joking and he was funny. And he asked if he asked if Nance was in the booth. He said, "Well, can we get Tony Romo in and have some uh, NFL Sunday action?" Oh yeah, I saw. It was that. funny. It was charming. It was like this guy could probably recruit anyone. Yeah, he's like, and he's a good coach. So like to me, I think Buzz Williams is like the preeminent in my for my money. Buzz Williams is one of the preeminent coaches in the country. I think you need a little personality in uh, in today's. Coaching, recruiting, Calipari is one of the most. Whether you like him or not, Bruce we- Pearl is one of the most charismatic. No, no, no one's talking about the allegations that Auburn has, you know, endured to get to the Final Four. Another, another reason, like UVA, is as far as we know, running a clean system. Nobody runs a clean system. Nobody. Who is running a clean college program? UVA is taking all players. Outside of the top fifty, uh, in the last few years, I mean, I don't trust do you anybody. Think Kyle Guy, I think, is one of the highest-rated guys. I, funny story: Kyle Guy is getting of UVA is getting um, married this summer.
1: That's a cuck move, right there. He's a
0: junior in college. Simp, but Simp alert. Here's the thing: that I think is interesting. I was talking to a buddy of mine. His wedding registry is out there. And people are buying it. Is this a gateway for boosters to pay players? You set up some sort of. This a ga- is a fascinating idea. So he says, "I want a Vitamix, or I want like this or that. I want a, people pay him. I want a five series Beamer. Yeah, F- for for my wife. Yeah, because so how do, how do you how do you oh believe- this is why we bring Tug on
1: the show. Yeah. Tug has found a loophole. His wedding registry." Is a loophole for boosters to
0: basically pay him in gifts? Yeah, no, I don't know what the exact rules are, but like, if he could, he could you then could you then um, break up the engagement and you still walk away with your your beamer and your Vitamix <laughs> and you know I was picturing all these guys who come from like the projects who all suddenly
1: start start to get married yeah. at eighteen and they all call off their wedding.
0: So my, one of my buddies looked Dude, at this. It. It is a, this like is a, a comedy. Yeah, you, like Amazon gift card on why, there. We always come up with <laughs> ideas. I know. Well, this is this is this is a movie. This is a Netflix movie right here. Speaking of, uh, you know, Steven Soderbergh made a movie about um, the NBA and agenting uh, with, with all with an iPhone. It came out this year. It's on Netflix. Uh, I think it was called. I'm going to call it High Flying Bird. I think is the name of it. Yeah, I was I was thinking about watching. Yeah, I, want, I definitely want to watch it because it's also, it's just really cool to see one of the best directors in the world make a movie with an iPhone. But uh, let's let's hit them up. Let's talk about this. Like the wedding, what's the wedding loophole? The thusting is really going on here. Real thusting. I mean, you you got you got this other script. You got now we're talking. Which yeah. c- can the lawyers just? Can they just wrap this shit? Well, we're up? We're trying, man. I, listen, I'm, I'm. When we go to Minnesota and there's like all my dirt balls hanging with me, we'll, we'll, we'll I'll put a tear in my beer.
1: When but, you when you meet with these lawyers. Who is present? Is Tug Coker or is Evil Tug there? It's 100% Evil Tug.
0: Evil Tug. <laughs> evil Tug works in private. That's me in private. I'm
1: just picturing all these documents that the lawyers are reading over for the fucking TV
0: show, and you're just tearing them off like Evil Tug yeah. will not accept this. Oh my this. god! I'll be so happy the day we. I work on this every day, guys. Every day I work on this because I believe in the show. I do about, too. You know, so it's a great show. Anyway. Um, we'll get there. But Bruce Pearl obviously had some on-the-record problems. Chuck Person, but hold on. Chuck wait Person a, is whoa, going to jail. Whoa, wait a second. Wait a second.
1: I guess you know more about this than me. Bruce Pearl got in trouble with Tennessee. He's also
0: done some shady shit at Auburn. No, no, no. It was at Tennessee. But like you know, it's, oh. it's like it's like steroid user. You know, it's he, yeah. He, you know, he 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 did it. I'm looking. I'm going to look up uh, Roger Sherman of the Ringer. Put up a, uh, a tweet about the the things that he had to go through. Yeah, I follow him. Um, and we'll, see if I can, I'll look for it in a second. But basically, okay. it, says, it says all the allegations that Auburn has had to go through. Yeah, uh, you know, Chuck Person uh, probably going to jail for, for, for you know giving money to players. And in the past two weeks, they beat Kansas, North Carolina, and Kentucky. So they're they're making moves. I think Bruce Pearl is actually a good coach. You know, there are forces outside of our eyes. Yeah, but again, that are, they're, they're then then,
1: then the bigger question is again. Let's look at the bigger problem. This whole system—that's a facade with the NCAA. That's the problem. This shit. I I feel like there's starting to be cracks. Like the bubble is starting to burst a little. I hope it does. I would love to see a completely transformed system right in the next. 10 to 15 years, I don't know if that's a pipe dream or what, but this whole notion that you can't pay kids, that you can't have a free market capitalistic system, which we have for everything else in this country, but for some reason with this college and it's not a club sport, it's just it's all bullshit. It's all total horseshit. And I don't exactly have a solution right
0: now, but I know it needs to change. I couldn't agree more. I, I actually have no problem... You know, there's a you know Dan Wetzel's a good follower I think I talked about this earlier on Yahoo, talking about the, uh, the you know these the, this this under this underbelly of the NCA and how these coaches and these a, uh, these Adidas guys are going to jail uh, for giving money to players. And I actually think it's dude, and, think and, about and, that. And the colleges are crying foul. The colleges, the universities are saying we're the victims in this situation. Dude,
1: imagine that. That's ridiculous. Imagine to going me. to jail. Yeah. Because you gave someone money to put a ball through a hoop. Just think about that. That's absurd as somebody going to jail for lighting a joint on the street. It's absolutely ludicrous. And the fact that more people aren't outraged about this is kind of ridiculous in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I think it's just crazy that the, 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 the people are yeah getting in trouble for trying to give money to kids and families who need it. it it's it's, it, it, it's ridiculous. completely ridiculous. And the, the, the problem I have is is that if you know, and you, you might be right that all, all all programs are dirty, but if some aren't dirty, it's just, it's the steroids versus non-steroids. It's question. the baseball issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, so, I mean, you, I mean, I've me- I've made my contribution, opinion. Oh yeah, thank you, contribution on YouTube. Calvin Pentland, shout out. Caps literally won last year. Didn't you say that? I did
0: say that. Yeah. I said they beat, the, they beat the Knights.
1: But thank you for the donation.
0: Yeah. They literally won last year and they're the hottest team again. They started kind of slow and now they're, the, since the All Star break, they're the hottest yeah. team. Yeah. I'm saying repeat possibility.
1: Tuck Hogar is our official NHL correspondent. No, you have
0: one. She, she's, where is she Where is she? Actually,
1: been? Alex or Alexis, Alex, Jesus oh. Christ. Alexis actually texted me this week. Uh, you know, we just, we just, there's just so she, many sports we can cover. She's busy. great though. Yeah. She's killing the
0: game. She's killing the game. So I'm just saying I'm not ta- I'm not here to take her place. I know yeah, you already yeah, yeah, have her. Yeah. One. Well we
1: we really we basically, you know, we figured that we we have to discuss uh NFL and uh LeBron 90% of the time. And then we don't have time for the NHL. Oh, well,
0: God. I mean, I saw, I'm not even going to go there. I'm not going to bring it up because I knew What's you, guys, up? you guys only talk about two topics on this show. No, that's not There's true. There's only two topics. Hey, Dirtballs, back me up on this. Oh. We only talk about two topics on this show <laughs> and It's LeBron versus Michael, and it's Eli versus Russell Wilson. That's the only thing No, no, we only really not talk, talk Eli versus Russell Wilson. Although Russell wants a contract. That's exactly huh? right. There's there's some there's some rumors out there that he might be the, tr- the trade winds might be blowing.
1: I for Dirty Sports content ta- content sake, I desperately want the New York Giants to trade for amazing. Russell Wilson. That would be amazing. I desperately that amazing. want that. And then Prano's going to have to eat crows. He's going to have to root on Russell Wilson every week. I desperately want that. Would that would be
0: amazing. That, I would I would I would stop muting the show when you guys argue. And in my life when, I, when we're together. But he together. wouldn't argue. Then Prano would see firsthand. Oh, my God. I'm He's getting... actually incredible. That That is the best thing for this podcast. 100%. Russell, Russell Wilson. Wilson needs to be traded to the New York Giants. Yeah. That's the best thing that could happen.
1: And it makes sense because I, I heard you know, the rumor is that Ciara, 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 how's it pronounced? <laughs> I, was I was never say, know. Ciara. Ciara? Yeah. Wants or to, Ciara, I honestly don't know. She wants to go to New York. That's what the rumor has been for months. And and Russell Wilson, wow, I love him as a quarterback. Complete and utter cuck. So I feel like... He, From Virginia, shout out. I mean, you know what happened with Golden Tate, right? I am aware. The rumor was that Golden Tate was banging his other wife. That's a cuck move right there. So I'm just saying, like, I want Russell Wilson traded to the Giants. And I will... Buy Prano a Russell Wilson jersey. Prano, but, you know, I love Prano, but he's still he's still hold, he's still holding on
0: to Eli. Like, what are your thoughts? I mean, look, we, we talk about it at, you know, another, that's another thing we talk about a lot here, and I agree. No, but I'm, but I'm, I'm being serious.
1: Like, like, we don't have to go to the Eli thing, but I'm saying, like, what are your thoughts? You're running the New York Giants. Well, Doug Coker. Dave,
0: Dave Gettleman has shown to me that he's not interested in analytics, uh, I said this to Joe. We, you know, some of you guys know this. You said it last on the podcast. Joe and I had a wonderful night out last Thursday. Yeah, I watching heard it was the greatest night of your life. Regional semifinals. Was it the greatest night of your life? Well, Michigan lost, so it wasn't like a perfect night. They got absolutely destroyed by Texas Tech, but Virginia won, and uh, I got to drink some some beverages with Joe, and we had a, and we had a blast. And. um but we talked about the Giants and like Dave Gettleman just doesn't care about the he doesn't care about like forward thinking. Yeah, you know, he picked every, you know all the all the analytics guys say don't go running back. You know, Saquon is is awesome. You know, I love Saquon, but how you can't waste running backs years. You know, Saquon is already one one year done in his rookie deal, and they're going nowhere this year. Well, I'm not. A, here's here's my opinion. I'm not against
1: them drafting. Saquon, he's he's a once in a lifetime running back, and, let, and let's say he gives you, I agree with you, but let's say he gives you five or six amazing years is what was
0: what they're going to need. They of course need to address the quarterback situation. There's no doubt, but my my point is after year four or whatever, they got to repay Saquon, but not in the rookie deal. Yeah. So it's, this is back to my rookie deal. You know the, the the theory that like you once you start paying Saquon, you don't pay the linemen. you don't yeah. pay the other players. And we've all seen that the most disposable position is is likely the running back position. So paying more for Saquon doesn't make sense for your team. What do you
1: think about what the Arizona Cardinals are doing? Because it's very interesting. We've never really seen this before, where a team drafts a quarterback in the top 10. It looks like they're doing that, for the record, Kyler Murray, back-to-back years. So now they have Josh Rosen as trade bait, it's kind of an interesting move.
0: I think it's a I think it's a very interesting move. I'm interested to see what they actually do. Now all you know, if you look at the Vegas Lions, by all accounts, it's gonna be Kyler Murray. But you know, one thing I think there's a theory out there and, and Mike Shanahan did it. Shout out to the you know the Redskins fans out there and the Washington DC Dirtballs. They they drafted Robert Griffin III in the first round and Kirk Cousins. In the third round that year. Yeah, a lot of people so forget that. It actually worked out for them. Yeah. And some people say, like, you fill some positions, and then you just start taking shots at quarterbacks. Yeah. You know, so... And it's such a crapshoot at quarterback position. Absolutely. So, I, so tough I to actually pick. still believe in Josh Rosen. I, I, You know, I believed in him last year. Yeah. I've, I've watched him since he was in high school. I think he's a good player, and I think with a good system. Now, I don't think going to the Giants, which, I, which is a thing I'm hearing as well... Yeah, um, I'm, I'm doing my my Adam Schefter, uh, but a Shefty, yeah, a little Shefty. But I, I have you know, he's
1: artificial intelligence, right? Is that right? Yeah, well, that's interesting. It's a hundred percent dirty sports fact that that <laughs> that we've uncovered. Adam Schefter is not a real person.
0: Well, I think Schefter reported the three teams that are interested in him are the Giants, the Patriots, who are smart, and and uh, one other team, maybe the Dolphins or something like that. I'm not sure, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's very interesting. I mean, what what are the Cardinals going to do? Are they going to, are they using this as, like, remember last year? No one was saying, although Baker was my favorite quarterback last year, no one was saying Baker to number one. Yeah. Until, like, the day of or the yeah. day before. It was always Darnold or Rosen or maybe Allen. Allen wasn't really in the combination, the, 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 the discussion. discussion. Yeah. But um, I'm
1: intrigued. I'm intrigued, too. It makes for a great storyline. Are you intrigued about what's going on with the AAF suspending operations? I'm sad. Is it American
0: Alliance Football? You just tell me. Just tell me what the name is. I have no idea. The WWE? American Association Alliance? I think there's an alliance in there. There's an alliance in there. Well, there was an alliance. They're not aligned anymore. There, there, wasn't a re- <laughs> there was a Rebel Alliance. This is some Star Seriously, Wars shit. Yeah. The
1: Rebel Alliance has been broken up yeah. by uh,
0: the, d- the, the, the Dark the Sith. Death Star won that one. The Dark Sith has won. Uh, so now uh, we're on to uh, round two. Imagine the start of Star Wars where they come in and they're on the, the, the ship or whatever. And then, uh, and then um, what's his name? Who's the main guy? Darth Vader. Darth Vader just wins. That's what. That's the AAF. Yeah, yeah. That the movie is six minutes long. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we don't ever meet Luke Skywalker. Now, never see him. Yeah, we don't meet Solo, Han Solo. Never meet him.
1: He comes in. He blows up every planet. He sees Princess Leia. Blows he, up Tatooine. Yeah, the movie's over. It's over. That's the the AAF. That's AAF is, <laughs> is the first. Is so
0: fun? The AAF. <laughs> so that's that's what it is. There's our title. I think
1: it's something um, to do with Star yeah. Wars. By the way, I rewatched the latest Star Wars this week. I had to. You know, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Did you know that? I had to dissect it more. Did you see Solo? I did. I like Solo. I haven't seen it yet. I liked Solo. I just, as a, as a guy who has been a loyal, diehard Star Wars fan since I was three, it just crushes me when they whore out this content. It's my same opinion on the superhero movies. If I eat ice cream every day, it's not good.
0: Yeah, but I Hollywood
1: like, yeah, no, is like, "Yeah, I agree." Disney's like, "Yeah."
0: I agree." What's interesting, and I think the, you know as a person who tries to create stuff, it's incredible that when people can create a new mythology, yeah, a new story, and, there, and in our lifetime, there's only been a handful of people to ever do it. And George Lucas created a new world and story that people are absolutely in love with. And uh, uh, J.K. Rowling's is the other one. I mean, Harry Potter is like... I went, to a, I went to a park on Sunday, and people were playing Quidditch. Yeah, I've never seen that. They're they like eight, but I mean, like there are adult people that play Quidditch, too. You know, I've never read a Harry Potter book
1: or seen a Harry Potter movie. Because I've, I've, I get laid. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> you see me in the camera? I get laid.
0: Dude, that's, that's the wrong take, because you're, you're a Star Wars nerd. I know. What are you talking about? And I still get laid. <laughs> <laughs> what are you Guys, have you did about? you see me on did you see me on
1: Steve Harvey? My one-liners are hot fire. The lines look they look pretty fresh still. Oh, on the Harvey show? On Harvey, yeah. That by the way, that was a debate. Quick little nugget. I did not share this on the Dent report. Okay, good. There was a debate uh with the producers. I said I have lines in my hair. They needed me to send pictures and video. To confirm if I needed to get a haircut before I went in for the taping, so Trippy got he got his lines on there. So so here was the problem. It, it, it was a crisis moment. Trippy was not at the barber shop, so I'm texting Trippy. I'm like, Yo, dude, I might have to go on Steve Harvey tomorrow. Uh, I might need to trim up my hair, and he's like, Yo, man, I'm not there, bro. But he's like, I got my boy who might be able to do it. I'll explain to him. You got to go on TV tomorrow. It was a, it was a huge ordeal, and then finally they okayed the lines. They came out looking good.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Everyone's got to check that out. It's, re- it's a it's a lot of fun. I appreciate that. And that's like one of your f- it's like only your, you know, a handful of times you've been working in uh on the television space. I mean, you yeah, know, I don't, you've done I, some, but you didn't you didn't now are talking and I don't I don't and... have much TV experience,
1: yet. but uh yet. yet. But I'll tell you what. I have a feeling uh, It's it's coming. I, I you know what's funny, Tug You taste it. Oh yeah. As 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 oh, yeah. as a guy, no one knows better than me. <laughs> As a, Nobody as knows. As Eagle that Tug knows, mean. as a guy who's been a you know, everything from the office to a reptile wrangler yeah. on
0: uh Yeah, everyone go check out the uh I want to shout out uh Yeah, you give know. some love. Give some dirt a lot of dirt all love this episode. Dude, amazing, amazing. I mean I was trying to say oh oh Henry DeTola I hope I'm saying his name right started he found this on youtube oh yeah henry so was great yeah. it, was a, it was a great tweet found it first shout out i asked for it to be blown up because it's 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 really amazing work i mean everyone's talking about joaquin phoenix is a great actor yeah go watch my my little segment on um hannah montana i think there's more somewhere i think i did one more scene uh i hope to god i did one more scene um and also ch- shout out to charlie ryan for for blowing it up making it look nice charlie charlie's amazing uh go check out my my work on my uh my my, my twitter feed um that took some effort. Yeah,
1: it took some effort. Shout out to Henry for finding. I really took some effort to find uh, Tug's
0: line. And when you're a journeyman actor like myself, a you know journeyman uh, actor. You know you're a you're a veteran. Who would be? Are you are you the Ryan Fitzpatrick's of actors? God, I wish. I mean, if I had. I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick gets paid so much. I'm like, uh, who,
1: who are you? Like, give me an NBA player.
0: Are you the Brian Cardinal of actors? I, I might be the <laughs> Brian Cardinal. <laughs> I might be the Brian Cardinal. Is that a good? A, is that yeah. a good, uh, a good comp. comp? Is that a yeah. good comp? I'm trying to improve that comp. <laughs> you're I'm, the trying to pr- Brian. I'm Trying to improve it somehow. Can we
1: get a photo shot no. of, of, All
0: you Purdue fans of out Tug there. Doug Coker. I, I want to be wearing knee braces. On
1: Brian Cardinal's body. How
0: I many? How many teams did he play for? He ended with. I think he he won a ring with Dallas. Is that right? A yeah, pro- he did. I think you're right. I think you're right. Uh, speaking of like like Brian Cardinal's, not that far from Nick Nick Carlson got his jersey retired. By the, thunder. By, by the thunder, wild. Now, I'm curious as to know. Maybe people more know, know, know more about that than me, but like, is that just because he's an awesome guy? He's like one of the first draft picks by the Thunder, because we all know he wasn't like. It's got to be. Didn't put a dent in the league, really. No pun intended by uh, for Andy, but too soon. Um, but it was a very curious choice. It, it, the, the one the one jersey retired by the Raptors, you look up in the Raptors, and it's Nick Collison. I just think that's yeah. By the way, some
1: breaking news, not to cut you off. Yeah. We have a confirmation that uh, Joe Prano, my co-host, yeah. is alive. He's in the comment section on YouTube. Uh, it says, Alaska update. Anchorage sucks. <laughs> he says, weather is fine. People are gross, but it's basically a truck stop of a city.
0: Poor Prano. Why are people gross? No, no, poor, poor. is it Juneau or Anchorage? Where is he? Anchorage? He's in Anchorage. He's got to figure out a way to to, to love it. Our yeah. last week can be great. You got to have sex. Joe's th- Joe's embittered right now. You yeah. know he's going. You know he, he probably you know has some separation anxiety from the great time we had together last week. Yeah. Sorry, Joe. I think he should have sex with the grossest woman he can find. That's
1: my advice. That's what that's what Andy. Ru- you got to think, Joe Prano. What would Andy Ruther do?
0: Yeah. Do it for the story. When you're depressed, it's always what would Andy Ruther do. <laughs> and then do the exact, exact opposite. opposite. Right? Oh, you can stand it. Well, we're talking thunder.
1: That's a good segue to talk Russell Westbrook. Very
0: good segue actually.
1: Way to do that Tug. I Thank see what you're you doing there. Thank you. Russell Westbrook went off last night. He becomes the second player behind I believe Wilt Chamberlain to go 20-20-20 on a triple double against the Laker, the Lakers DT,
0: the D the D-League team. He did it for Nipsey. So, shout out Nipsey Hussle RIP. Yeah. Um can I can I make a comment? Oh, I, I, I don't know though about the Nipsey thing. I, I have no. I will not respond to any comment. Other than that's it's obviously sad. You grown man, you call yourself Nipsey? I'm just saying. Well, everyone's got a you know a, a name. Everyone's got a brand. That's his. But Nipsey? Well, you know, you know who Nipsey Russell is right. It was like a, a comedian in the '70s. He's playing off that. I know, but Nipsey. When I think Nipsey, I don't know. I, I just I don't know. I say we let that one go. <laughs> Bring that up with Joey. You're when he's like back. Ruther, let that
1: one lie. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not R.I. saying anything <laughs> bad you. No, him. no, you're not. You're not. You're just questioning the, the name. The, the name choice. Yeah. The name. No, That's all you. I'm doing, guys. I'm not dissing the person. I don't know anything about Nipsey. But for, for some reason, I kept thinking everybody in the club getting Nipsey, even though you know that wasn't his song. It was Tipsy. Was I the only one thinking that? It also
0: wasn't his song. Yeah, it was Jay so, so clear. Yeah. Shout out to St. Louis yeah. rapper Jaquan. A little bit, a little bit of uh, some some power coming out of the St. Louis rap scene. Oh, Jaquan, I, Nelly, bro. I've said this before. When I lived there, we did this like recently
1: on the, a recent episode. When I was in St. Louis, someone said I brought the St. Louis rap scene to life. When I moved there to go to college as a St. Louis University as an undergrad, Nelly blew up. Jaquan, Chingy, the St. Lunatics. I'm just saying, all within like a three or four year span. Some say I spurred that. I mean, you were you were dirty sports bumping before there was a dirty sports. Fun fact: I actually tutored a girl who Jaquan's. I tutored a girl whose older sister got knocked up by Jaquan. That, that poor girl. Yeah, to be tutored by you. Oh, do you know that's what I did. What's like in, what subject? Basically, an after-school program. Okay, I I went into uh, some rough areas. That's what I did for work on yeah. college. Mm-hmm. And I worked with inner city kids, like after school programs, tutoring. That's cool. I taught them how to shoot free throws. You that's know. Cool. Yeah. You know that's important. Billiken
0: style. Yeah. That's cool. Can we talk about uh, Westbrook? Because I know you. I know Yeah. Because I, I heard a little bit of shade when you're like the D League. Um, well, I just I'm a Russell Westbrook guy. Like I, 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 I'm a huge fan of Russell Westbrook. He's one of my favorite players in the league. Now I know he has. He's got a thing, you know, he's got things going on, but I, I just find him very watchable. Here's my thing about Russell Westbrook. I'm gonna pull up the box score. Yep. Mr. Coker. Yep.
1: I'm not anti Russell Westbrook for the record. I'm just saying he went 20 20 20 against a Lakers team that had Mo Wagner starting. No Kyle Kuzma. No LeBron James. No uh Alonzo Ball, of course. I'm saying a lot of guys weren't no out Magic there. Johnson. No Magic Johnson. No Magic Johnson. No James Worthy. No Shaq. No Shaq. This is the stat line for Russell Westbrook um, during the game. He was eight of twenty three. Two of nine from three point range. I'm just saying he was eight of twenty three.
0: Are we going to value that 20 20 as high? Well, you know, look, look you kind of you know what you're getting with Do You know what, you know what percentage that is shooting? It's yeah, a
1: 28%
0: yeah. shooting from the field. Look, I think we all know what Russ is by now, right? This is year 10 or 11 in the league. You know, you know that he's, he takes some ill-advised shots. That's a problem. But one thing, you, you know, everyone says this from the first day you play sports to your last. is like what, what, you can always control your effort. The dude got 20 rebounds as a guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 20 assists. I mean, yeah, the the, the problem with Russell is not – It's is it, when a crunch time comes, can he trust people? Can he trust Durant? You know, instead of taking the, the ill-advised sure. low-percented shot in the crunch time, can he trust Paul George, who for the first half of the year was, you know, top five – uh, MVP candidate. Yeah, the problem with the Thunder, I think, is in part is I still don't quite know if Billy Donovan is a great NBA coach. I think sure. That's a problem. So, and also we've seen a free fall. They were the a, a three or four seed, maybe two, uh, three weeks ago. Here's the they're thing: They're eight seed now. They're an eight seed, but you have
1: to say the idea of the Warriors playing the
0: Thunder in a first round matchup is very intriguing. Very, very intriguing. I think you. I think obviously. The Thunder played – I mean, the Warriors played the Nuggets last night and just toyed with them. You know, this was a battle for home, home sure. court advantage. And the, and Durant got ejected. The, you know, the Warriors just were – there was an absolute beatdown. The, the Warriors don't care about anybody else. That's why, for me, it would be fun to watch the Nuggets play. Because cause, cause the, the alternative – I'm looking at the the standings right now. The, the Thunder are the eight seed – the Spurs are the seven, and the Clippers are the six. Like, the Clippers and the Spurs, like, do we really want to watch them? Like, do we really care that much? Like, No. Like, I, I want to see – I'd like to see OKC play Denver and beat them and then have, like, an OKC-Houston second round. To yeah. me, that's, like, more compelling. So, like, why don't why the Warriors just take out the Spurs – uh, it's either going to be the Spurs or, or the Thunder, so I'd, I'd love to. I'd rather see the the Warriors, Spurs, because I just don't really. Lamarcus Aldridge doesn't really ex- get me excited. Yeah, you know, so let's get it out of the way now. Do you hear know what I'm saying? But do you see
1: the Warriors? How many games? Do You think the Warriors would sweep the Thunder?
0: I uh, no, I probably give. I probably give the Thunder one game. One, one, maybe two games. Okay. But you know they're just, they're just they're just not playing great right now.
1: But you know you said you like Russell Westbrook. Let's go back to him for a minute. Yeah. How much better does he make players around him? I, th- I think that's the question, right? Because at the end of the day, you got to win playoff series.
0: Yeah. They didn't win any last year, did they? Or did they? No, win? I lost. I lost a couple hundred dollar bet to a buddy, thinking that they would be. Who'd they the, play? The, the Jazz. The Jazz. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's what I'm saying. You got some
1: pieces around you. It's not like you got. I'm not saying they have the best pieces, but he's got Paul George. You know, Stephen Adams is good for his role.
0: Yeah. I'm just saying he's had Kevin Durant. Schroeder is pretty good. Um, they're not going to win a series when they have to when they they play Golden State. Sure, you know what I mean. Like, so who's this moron? Is my question.
1: They haven't had the best coaching. I'll give I'll, I'll give Russell Westbrook or you know I'll give him that.
0: You know I didn't think I mean, it's a hard, it's like look look are, it's a hard are you watching the Warrior? Are you watching Russ? If I'm a GM, are there people that I want to take in the point guard position before Russell Westbrook? Yeah, probably. But as a fan of basketball, yeah. I like watching people that are doing things that I'll never see again. I mean, I will say, my dad grew up talking about how Oscar Robertson was the last guy to do it, make a triple-double in the NBA, and Russell Wilson, uh, Westbrook's about to do it three years in a row, and we don't, we don't care. Those old, like, by the way, those old guys, mild man, too. Yeah. Those
1: guys love, because you know he played in the Cincinnati. O, of course. My dad would be like, "I used to go to Cincinnati Royals games. You'd see Oscar Robertson play."
0: And so it was like, a, you know, a wasteland of triple-doubles and then all of a sudden, you know, Russell Westbrook does it for averages for a season. But the triple-double has basically made a comeback in general. I think because he's done it, I think if you still look in the league, you're not seeing it all the time. You're not seeing it all the time, but you're seeing it more frequently. I think he's made it very common. I mean, I just I just enjoy watching. I just enjoy watching because because he's such a freak athlete. He's just so special athletically. No, he's, no, he's great like, to watch. To me, it's like I also think he's pretty. You know, obviously there's a run in in Utah, but I've been I've been going on this trip a little bit earlier. I was not a very good um, sport. Like I was a jerk when I played sports, and that's a, you were evil tug. I was evil tug. I was full on evil tug when I was a, a, a you know an athlete. Like what? What type of things did Evil Talk do? I mean, I like, like I, you know, I can't see you being uh, too bad. I called the ref in high school a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely couldn't do that on Hannah Montana. Yeah, no, I got, I got, I got. My coach just had to sit me out a game because I threw a basketball like a, a like another opposing player. At his head? I think he was turned around, but like he was evil tug. Yeah, it wasn't. It just wasn't. It's, you know, I think I was. Ju- I mean, I was justified in my head. Is it true that during the
1: uh, scene off air when you were the reptile wrangler, you took a rattlesnake and threw it at a
0: child? That's true. It's hundred percent fact. Evil yeah, tug. Evil tug. I'm gonna get that. I'm gonna clip this. Evil tug.
1: Evil tug.
0: Evil Tug,
1: um, but Evil Tug sounds like a girl. It's like Evil
0: Tug, <laughs> where she's like really into it. Um, but I, but I, I've I've as I watch players who are better than I could ever dream of being, I want to gravitate towards. And this is a question I actually wanted to ask. This is going to sound, you know, stay with me on this. But we as fans, yeah, get buy into like why are we fans of Xavier basketball, and why are we fans of? Uh, you know, whoever we like, Virginia basketball, Michigan basketball. Is it because of the coach? Like, if you like Duke, do you, if Coach K leaves, are you no longer a fan of Duke, or do you just brand it in because because now we're doing one and duns? So why do you care about the you don't you don't invest in the players? You're investing in the team. It's the team. Yeah, but I think the NBA is is different to me. Like I'm watching. You're right. I'm watching guys like yawn, like no, star-driven no, guys. You make a great yeah. point. You are right. The the NBA, What the here's what the NBA's done. They've done a brilliant
1: job, and they basically started it with Michael Jordan. They've done a brilliant job of marketing the player. Because I agree with you. I'm the same way. I love watching certain guys play. Th- that's that's why I don't understand some of the old heads who like want to shit on this new version of basketball or whatever you want to call it the current version right it's like when i watch steph curry i'm like holy shit when i watch like the warriors how quickly they get down the court just a quick couple quick passes how quickly they shoot you know like clay thompson boom the quick release it's in steph curry pulling up from 35 feet in russell westbrook how quick he is james harden how quick he is like i love watching
0: i agree with you they're freaks it's absolutely amazing to watch. So I'm wondering, like, in the next, let's say, our lifetime, right? Like, people, because loyalty is in a muddy place, right? Everyone's sort of brand, everyone's about brands, and everyone's in this sort of, like, the loyalty has gone away. I remember when, you know, when you and I were growing up, music, like, you, people were called sellouts when you put yeah. your money in commercials. Now it's just a way to make money. I'm wondering if, like, like for instance, Giannis, like Giannis and the Bucks. Like I saw him do like this really cool interview where like a kid drew something for him and he, gave, he stood up and gave her a hug. Yeah, I saw that. And I was I was like, that's that's the guy I want to root for. Like, yeah. Do I care about some? Do I care about Kyrie, who's on the Celtics, the team that I that I root for? Yeah. Who is you know uh, making some questionable leadership choices? Sure. Flat earthing comments, but I'm branding myself into the Celtics, or do I want to go root for the dude who's who just seems like an awesome guy? Well, I, like, think the, what, you know, I think you know. Why don't I, root for this dude? I think
1: the answer to your question is: you can root for your team, but you can also root for players. Does that make, does that make yeah, any I'm, sense? I'm
0: wondering if I just want to abandon that now and just start rooting for guys I think are awesome. And when they retire, I'm like, I'm going to find some other guy, like Mike Trout. I, did you see this video of Mike Trout giving some kid I think uh, maybe he had some I didn't see some it. disability. Okay, and, he, and like. He he just dapped him up and made him feel like the best kid in the world. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I don't want to care about anybody else. I am going to Mike Trout because he seems like he's a an good awesome guy. Dude, he's a good dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just it just it made me question. And, I, and the same thing with like with to circle back to UVA basketball, right? Like. I wasn't a very good sport. I have regrets in that. But I watched guys like um, the kid from Purdue and Di- Diakite at overtime. Yeah. They're smiling and like dapping each other up. Like, that's unbelievable. Can you believe this? Like, do you, do you think the kid from Purdue,
1: what was better? His performance? Carson Edwards, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was was Edwards' performance better or was the Japanese barbecue that I ate on at my date better <laughs> in Beverly Hills? What was the name of that restaurant? Uh, it's a chain. You would know. Oh, um, uh, PF Chang's. No, it's not PF Chang's.
0: Uh, Gagu. Don't know. Am I just doing baby talk I think now? So yeah, <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So my my point is, I m- I remember when I like when I played basketball. Like you know, for all the other basketball players out there, like I would I, one of my moves was I would get the ball out of the net a, a, like an and one or a foul and I would always just hand it to the other player like it was just like a sign of disrespect and then call them a bitch I did and I called them a bitch and I and I pushed them
1: What would your parents think when you called the dude a bitch did You get reprimanded I had for to that? sit out
0: I mean it was against a really good team I had to sit out that I had to sit out that game I could not even sit with the team I had to sit on the bench it was just I don't know man well, we, at least we know where Evil Tug came Played from. Played tennis. I used to throw, chuck my racket. I used to yell at my, you know, curse at my mom. It was just, yeah, Evil Tug, Tug was always lurking. He just came out during Hannah Montana. <laughs> you channeled Evil Tug when you did that audition. I bet I did. I, really, I think was I was like, offered that. Just to be clear, that was a fake goatee, by the way, it, right? No, no, that was one hundred percent real. You, you had a real goatee. Yeah. Well, for the show, I think I was offered one of my handful of offers for the show, to, and that was like I said, I told you before. Larry David had just done an episode of Hannah Montana, so when they asked me if I wanted to do it, I said, "Well, if it's good enough for Larry David, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm doing it." I told you guys recently some guy hit me up, a DM me on Instagram saying, "Could I get a, you know, the Hannah Montana, a signed Hannah Montana script, uh, used?" And I was like, oh, "I don't know how to get that for you, but, but they're out there, they're fans." A dirt ball hit you up about that? No, 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 It wasn't a dirt ball. Was this some other guy? Oh, somebody who's a Hannah Montana fan. Correct. Wanted a signed script. Yeah, used script. It's like I couldn't just go print out my. PDF that guy or, doesn't get laid. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. W- watching Harry, Harry Potter and Jesus Hannah Montana. Jesus
1: Christ! Yeah. He wanted a signed Hannah Montana Hannah Montana script. Yeah. Well, you
0: know what? To each his own, right? Yeah. But dear God, bro, come on. Um, before we button up on NBA, uh, two, two, I know Prano's an NBA guy, so I'll ask him again in a week. Uh, any 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 teams you want to predict coming out of this? I mean, is, is it, it's Warriors? It's Warriors in the West. Yeah. It looks like Bucks will be the one seed. In I know the who I'm rooting for. Who are you rooting for? I'm rooting for the Bucks. I mean, I just basically dispelled why I'm a huge Giannis because guy. Of, because of what you're saying. Yeah. I love watching Giannis play. Uh, Brogdon's awesome. You went to UVA, like awesome dude. Like you know, Eric Bledsoe is probably not my f- favorite. I like in the, the world, smaller market. Like yeah, the small market's cool as a guy
1: being from you know a small market. I like it's cool to root for Milwaukee. They don't have anything else there but cheese and beer. You know, so it's it's good to root for them. Uh, same way I rooted for the Brewers. Yeah, Brewers. Not, not Ruby, you know, the, the Brewers yeah. are in the Reds division. But do you know what, you guys know what I mean. Like, obviously I'm a Reds fan, but like when it came to the playoffs, it's like, oh, it'd be cool to see the Brewers go to the World Series. Kind of like it'd be cool to see the Bucks go to the NBA Finals. Although Toronto's interesting too. The Drake factor does not help their cause. You believe in this? Oh, Just overall, the, 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 the... I don't hate Drake. Yeah. Like, Prino is a unabashed, like he can't stand his music. Like I'm not that far, but my opinion is like, he's, he's just like a joke. Like he's too much of a character.
0: Can, can we do a quick YouTube poll on, on, on thumbs up or down on Drake? I'm just, I'm curious about what the younger generation thinks. of Drake. Yeah. So, you know, quick, just quick, just type in there real quick. Uh, if you guys are, if, if people are into Drake or not, I'm not yeah. sure.
1: Yeah. What, what, what are, what are the 20 people watching this think? Do you guys think, are you in or out on Drake, as a rapper, as an
0: actor, just a rapper. I think rapper as a rapper. Yeah, musician. Yeah, but I. But you know, I, I'm a Mark. I like Marcus Saul. I'm into Marcus Saul as a player. I'm a big fan. So I, you know, I would, be, I would be excited if the um, if they were to make it. I think it'd be fun to have Kawhi back in the the championship game.
1: Although Philly'd be an interesting storyline too. Yeah, I still. Don't, I still. There's don't a lot of good story. To me, the the East is way more
0: intriguing than Very the West. compelling. It's very compelling. What if, Blake, what if Blake upsets? People forget Blake Griffin's even in the league, right? I do. I 100% forget. I literally forgot until you reminded me. Yeah. It's, the, it's weird how the Pistons are a non entity, but they're the sixth. What's eight. that like going from uh, Los Angeles to Detroit? What's the equivalent? He's played. He, I don't. I, uh, it's, like it's the equivalent of going on Dirty Sports to Dent Report. Whoa! <laughs> that's Whoa. Evil tug! Evil
1: tug! <laughs> <dog. Evil laughs> oh snap! Oh, just to Can jump. I rescind that invite to Dent Report? No, no, I want it. I need it. You need it? Yeah, I need it. But we're, but we're we're waiting. Of course, we're sitting on it. Yes, of course, because I got great yeah.
0: stories to tell. I'm looking,
1: yeah, you have to follow some people. I, I think I think my boy uh, Lance Bass is coming back on. Oh, really? To talk about his documentary. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Um, so it sounds like we both kind of are in agreement. Are we kind of rooting for the Bucks? If, I, if the Celtics don't get there,
0: yeah, which has been a dysfunctional year, hard year to root for the Celtics. I, I know there's some Celtics dirt balls out there. It's been a tough year to root for this team. They lose to bad teams. They don't get they get motivated on select nights. You know, I, Al Horford needs to be more of a leader. Maybe Kyrie just kind of. Take a little back back seat. What? What's what's the sorry? List? I'm laughing, but uh. y- you asked for YouTube. Yeah.
1: to comment on the Drake yeah. situation. I'm seeing some comments. They're yeah. flooding. Okay, that was uh, good I love it. Um, let's see here. What do you guys think about Drake? Drake was great on DeGrassi. Not a fan of his music. <laughs> That's Benangi. Uh, thumbs down, Maniacal Mitch. Mm, Maxi 14. He's in. Uh, good on DeGrassi. I love this comment from Benangi. Drake needs to bring the wheelchair back no one in rap has ever done it and he would see more hardcore
0: that's an interesting take I love that take
1: although now Zach is saying two chains did it two chains did the wheelchair well really what are we talking about doing the wheelchair like he's he's in a wheelchair in his rap videos do you know how offended the handicapped Fucking people would be. I don't even think you could say handicapped. I think dirty sports has just been cut for saying handicap, disabled. I don't even know what you could say anymore.
0: I say disabled. Disabled. Yeah. Or I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's 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 standing challenged. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Leg
1: challenged. What what can you say anymore? I love that though. Maybe that should be my new thing. Next time I go on Steve Harvey, I'm wheeling out in a wheelchair. <laughs> it's a Paul Pierce. <laughs> They call that the Paul Pierce. <laughs> I think that's what I should do. I should become the wheelchair comic. <laughs> I need a boost to my career.
0: We'll find it. We'll find
1: it. We'll find it? Okay, Tug, real quick thing before we wrap up yeah. the, the NBA talk. Can I bring up these odds for the next Lakers head coach? Yeah, actually, I'm, I was interested in this. It's It's pretty wild. So the next Lakers head coach... Why don't I actually I'll – I'll put it on the big screen for you. The next uh, Lakers head coach, the number one Vegas betting odd is going to surprise you. I'm not going to plug this site because they're not a sponsor. But, dude, look at these odds. The Why is it not showing? Ty, Ty
0: Lue is number one. Is that no, it's not
1: Ty Lue. It's it's, it's covering up
0: – oh, uh, Not Jason Kidd. Can you see that? Yeah. A current. Oh, Jawan Howard. A
1: current site has Jawan Howard currently at four to one. That's really interesting. As the next Los Angeles Lakers head coach. Then you have Ty Lue and Luke Walton at seven to one. Tom Thibodeau at fifteen to two. Jason Kidd at nine to one. Jerry Stackhouse at ten to one. And those are your top five. Jawan Howard, D- does that mean they know something that we don't know? Former Miami Heat teammate, Juan Howard. One hundred
0: percent right. I mean, if if Juan Howard, it's, it seems to me, if Jawan Howard becomes the next coach of the Lakers, then then LeBron's running the team. One hundred percent. You know, there's. I don't understand the incentive because he's never coached a head coach before. Yeah. Um, I mean, Ty Lue seems like. The, uh, I mean, Ty Lue is a former Laker. He's a former world champion Laker. He's a former uh, step over, get stepped over by yeah. Allen Iverson. That's by far his best accomplishment. By far. Hall not of fame. winning a Hall title, no, not coaching close. a title. Yep. Getting stepped over. Getting stepped over. Yep. Hall of Fame moment. Uh, Luke Walton. I just, just, there's no planet on Earth. A planet on Earth. That's my rutherism of the day. There's no way I see Luke Walton wanting to come back. <laughs> there's no way. There's no way. <laughs> I mean... Why would I want to come back to this? I'll just yeah. go coach you know, some rep. other, you know, the Orlando, well, Magic actually, not, not too bad. Uh, Thibodeau, I just don't see his is 15 to 2, guys who can't see it. Um, LeBron does not want to play for Tom Thibodeau. No. He, de- he destroys his players. I just don't see that happening. Jason Kidd, Jerry Stackhouse. Stackhouse, to me, from what I hear, Stackhouse is, a, is, is, a, is like a good coaching prospect.
1: Where's coached, he at right now?
0: I'm not sure exactly where he is. Someone needs to remind me, but he coached in the G League, had some success. Uh he's gonna get an opportunity. Yeah. And um so that's interesting to me. Derek Fisher. Come on, get out of here with that fish talk. I don't think that'll ever happen. Fisdale is trying to make New York work. Mark Jackson? No. Too too also too paranoid, I feel like yeah. Yeah, those those things will clash. Brian Shaw is interesting to me. I feel like there's I feel like that was gonna be an interesting debate between the magic, you know, Laker ties and the LeBron ties. Yeah. So I'm interested to see who who it's gonna be. Yeah. Maybe David Platt. David Blatt? David Platt is a musical theater producer. David Blatt yeah. is a former coach. I think he's coaching in Israel again. Is he back there? winning when, when championships probably. Yeah. Winning I, titles. in I, the... I have uh, no idea. Miles Simon is twenty to one. Miles Simon, I sit. I watch Lakers games, and he, and he and he sits in the second row as an assistant coach, and no one daps him up. LeBron doesn't even look him in the eye. I don't, cannot see a twenty to one. That's just giving money away. That'd be interesting. Yeah, I agree. You know why they should get.
1: Juwan Howard is the next coach because he's got a fine, he's always had a finely groomed goatee, and I've heard my inside sources tell me he uses Harry's razors. Is that right? Yeah. It's a shame that Harry's razors were not around when you did your amazing goatee on Hannah Montana. You I could, definitely would have used it. You definitely would have used Harry's razors. Dirt balls, you need to hop on Harry's razors. Guess why? 10 million people have used Harry's. That's a lot of people, guys. They're doing something right. You can claim your trial offer right now by going to harrys.com forward slash dirty. I'm going to be using Harry's tomorrow. I absolutely love their blades. I'm not just saying that. They have that extra fifth blade, which has kept me looking extra fresh. So get that $13 value trial set that comes with everything you need for a close, comfortable shave, that weighted ergonomic handle, that five-blade razor with a lubricating strip and shimmer blade that I was just talking about rich lathering shave gel, and a travel blade cover. Listeners of Dirty Sports can redeem their trial set at harrys.com forward slash dirty. So make sure you go to harrys.com forward slash dirty to redeem your offer and let them know I sent you to support the show. And again, if you send me a screenshot of using harrys.com forward slash dirty, I will send you two Dirty Sports koozies. Okay, you want to move on to some
0: baseball talk? I do, I want to give a quick shout out to Prano, because um, I've been able to come on the show a couple of times this year. Yeah. And that's due uh, almost on 100% part to the, the, the momentum and success he's having in the comedy world. He's killing the game. So shout out to Joe. Um, make sure everybody's following his uh, travails in Alaska. Although he hates it right now. He's not a fan. But um, thanks for letting me, uh, you know, keep your seat warm, and uh, I'll see you at the bar when you come back. I'll tell you what, you guys... Uh you guys are a nice
1: little one-two combo for me, and you and you guys both, of course, make my job easier. So thank you to
0: both of you. You, you slide in nicely. Todd. We had some fun. We had we had some fun together. With the, the 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 live The live March Madness was pretty pretty great. I was I was Joe and I couldn't stop laughing because we. Both on and
1: off camera, were making a lot of jokes. How like it was like a heroin addiction for you. <laughs> like we were like, Frano made a joke to me. He's like, Tug got that taste of that live stuff. He got that taste. He wants more.
0: Well, this is fun. You know, it's fun. It is it's fun. Something I've always wanted to do. It like, is fun. And I, you know, look, I'm gonna, I'm a, I'm an adult with two kids, and I have an excuse to watch sixteen basketball games in one yeah. day and talk about them with your friends is like, what? It and, is fun. What what excuses? You had. I a, mean, thank you again, wife. You had a great list. Because you texted me
1: after the first day or after the second day, whenever it was, you had a list of all these events we should do live.
0: Well, I thought that there's always a fun – the NBA um, uh, playoffs always starts with four games on that Saturday or or Sunday, your choice. Yeah. I think that would be fun. You know, The BCS uh, semifinals I think would be pretty fun. Yeah, that would be fun. Um, You said you you wanted to do the Masters solo, just kick me out of my apartment. I'll do Masters solo. I'm I'm willing to do Masters – I might just start my own YouTube and just do Masters solo. Um, but also like I mean I don't I don't love opening I don't love baseball, but like as much as you guys do. But like opening day, I think would be a great thing for yeah. you guys to do, just to watching games. You know what I did? I when I returned that third TV to Costco
1: it was pretty funny. How'd that go? It went. It went great. It's nope. just their policy. It's so good. It dude, the best policy ever. <laughs> but she goes, she goes. Was anything wrong with the TV? I go, no, nope, just didn't want it. And I want to be like, don't watch my YouTube channel because <laughs> <laughs> you might know that I just duped you guys. But the truth is, I, I I am you now. Got me motivated to add a third TV to my wall. I think it's
0: smart, you, right? Like we need to make this happen. I think you should definitely make that happen, right? We need a third TV. It was a blast. I mean, I I watched a couple minutes of the 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 live version because I'm putting together this little video for for you. But when I, when Max was on and Max, you know, Max is a little. We, we got into it a little bit. Max and I did. Oh yeah, you and Max. Uh there's a lot of potential there. I'm so glad he's over 21 when you when you guys gave him that shot, right? He, he was over 21. Yeah, he was over 21. <laughs> well, we're, we're yeah. not breaking laws no. on film. No, no, that wouldn't be a good idea. No, you're not smart. No, it'd be very dirty sports, though.
1: It would be very dirty sports. <laughs> which ironic is he'd be drinking against Aaron, who is training to be a lawyer. So there there'd be a lot of layers. The counsel to that. is on premise.
0: I mean, it is interesting. It's yeah,
1: of- Aaron is like basically our. Dirty Eric, Sports Legal Correspondent. He's
0: disbarred before because of
1: <laughs> underage drinking. <in laughs> Unbelievable.
0: The, sport, the, the Smart Studio.
1: So Bryce Harper made his return yep. to DC yesterday. Yep. I think we might have a new rivalry here, maybe, like, or the a
0: rivalry better ignited. It's definitely reignited, right? Phillies, Nats. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of Phillies fans traveled down the game, and I saw you know, that he's pitching. You know, he's playing against Scherzer. You know, still one of the best in the game, and he, yeah, got you know. Ended up going three for five. He dropped a bomb. absolute absolute bomb. Bomb. Uh, two doubles. Struck out in the first, so people were kind of like super excited. But he was equally excited when he got his comeuppance. I mean, you saw the bat flip. The, the, the bat flip was egregious. Yeah. Uh, the double. You know, he was on second. What's your take on bat flips? I like him. Personally, Prano, I like him. Prano's very old school. I like him. I'm not old school. No, I don't care. I'm into it. The pitcher should chill out. Like, I don't think it should be. They should be offended by that in any way. Yeah. There's way more strikeouts than there are home runs. Yeah. So just, uh, to me it's like, I think, it, I think it's like you should be encouraged behind the scenes by more Rob flips. Manfred. Yeah. More like the, more uh,
1: Like how they do it in Asia. Have you seen those? Oh yeah. The Japanese and Korean backflips? Yeah.
0: Those dudes are out of control. I love it. I have no problem with it. Yeah. But I think, um, you know, Bryce Harper, what, the next 13 years he's going to be in Philly and, uh, and the Nets... The Nets were not happy. There's a lot of like a lot of, and I wouldn't say cuck jerseys, but you did see a lot of jerseys with their the, the the lettering rearranged and yeah. uh, Bryce Harper jerseys. I'm sure you saw that. Um, a lot of taped over names. Funny start to the year. I mean, the Mariners are leading the AL. I was going to say the
1: Mariners are hot, seven and one. Destroyed the Red Sox early on in the year. The Red Sox are off to an awful start. The Angels have the full Andy Ruther curse. I said they'll make it to the World Series. I know. I don't know. I don't know that much about baseball. They're one and five. Uh, The Mets and Phillies are both off to a good start at four and one. My Reds suck. Like Reds, I've actually watched. Shout out to Miliano for giving me his MLB password. Wow! Shout out for real. Yeah. So I've been watching my Reds. They can't hit. The one thing the Reds had was hitting all last year. They had no pitching. Now this year, through five games, they've only given up seventeen runs, and they've only scored eleven runs. So they can't hit now, and they're actually pitching better. So uh, I don't know. It, you know, it's early. I, I know people say it, but it really is a long year. Oh, yeah, it's absolute slog. One hundred sixty-two games. It's so long. Like these ball players, I always think about that grind. Can you imagine doing 162 games?
0: You can when you're getting paid millions of dollars guaranteed. Yeah. That makes it a lot easier. I guess so. I mean,
1: I would love to see the, you know, it would be an interesting, and I don't know how you'd even do it. I'd love to see the average time that baseball players sleep on an airplane.
0: That is interesting to me,
1: right? Like, like, yeah. like, how many hours out of the week is the average Major League Baseball player sleeping on a plane?
0: A lot. I think the sleeping analysis has like grown exponentially in the last ten years. And now, every athlete who really cares about the body is like, you look at you look at the baseball players from years ago. You know, there's a picture of these guys in cigarettes in their mouth. Like it's John Croc, yeah, the crux of the world. And now everyone's like all about taking the care yeah. of the body. Everyone's sleeping in every opportunity now. How many hours of sleep is are you getting? Not nearly enough. Yeah, I'm not nearly enough. I need.
1: I, I'm. I'm making sure you know this whole marathon around the corner, the second marathon. I got to make sure I sleep.
0: Yeah, I we I I, I sleep with my almost five month old in my room right now, and um, it's just that's not smart, it's stupid, it's stupid. I mean that that dad life, bro. I'm I mean, I'm full on that dad life. That's why I'm so pumped to do to do uh, twelve hours of March Madness. Yeah. That's why I'm pumped to go to the Final Four.
1: You're going to be Will Ferrell, in old school callback. I will be.
0: I will We're going be.
1: streaking! I, I, I will be. That's, I will be. That's what you're going to do. That's great, though, man. Like, who's your team, then? I forget. Who's your baseball team?
0: Well, it's tough, because I, I did grow up a Tigers fan. And i, I, don't, I don't, <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. We got Michigan. We got UVA, know We've talked about we before, We got Celtics. Guys. We got Cowboys. And now we have the Detroit Tigers. Well,
0: it's part of the, when I when I lived in Michigan. Yeah. You know, I fell in love with. What was that old Comerica? What was the name of that part? Tiger Stadium.
1: Tiger Stadium.
0: Yeah. They're Comerica now. Yeah. Yeah, messing um, it up. But like, I was a big Alan Trammell, big Lou Whitaker Cecil duo. Fielder. Cecil Fielder. But Alan Trammell was always my guy. And then um, you know, they won in eighty four. Yeah. But then they kind of just got bad. And I, my story is like I moved to Boston in oh two. And That's you, right. And you just kinda of get in you just kinda of get into the you, the Red Sox. You saw Pedro Toss. I saw Pedro Toss, Don Zimmer. Yeah. From right field. And I, and then they lost game seven and I was just like I, I just was never a Yankees guy. Like I was like I was always a Greg Maddox fan. Yeah. And you know, they just had trouble beating the Yankees. I just didn't really like the Yankees. And so when the Most Sox, racist
1: fans, Prano claims it.
0: I never I never witnessed it when I was there, but I'm you know, you, you hear all the accounts. You never saw anything? No. Not once. No. Interesting. But I'm also a white dude. I mean, why are they gonna say stuff, you know? But you never saw somebody saying
1: something. I did not. Gotcha. I did not. Yeah. I no, I get that they wouldn't say it towards you.
0: Yeah. I, like I was, you Plus know. nobody
1: wants to invoke evil tug. No one wants to mess with evil tug. I think you Whatever. have to go as evil tug for Halloween. <laughs> I mean, you have kids. I assume you probably dress up. Hundred percent. So you have to go as, and they'll be like, "Daddy, who are you?" You're like, I'm Evil Tug.
0: I'm gonna start working on the costume. Yeah. Today.
1: Do it today. <laughs> Was there
0: any other sports stuff that we didn't cover? I, I just want to briefly touch on this AAF thing. Like, oh you, yeah, we really didn't cover. Yeah, it. But we just talked about the the, the, the sorry, fact yeah. the, the fact that the money runs out. Like, I know I know you're trying to put together uh, you're trying to put together a multi million dollar business in less than a year. I just the like to me. It's. I'm disappointed for the players. Yeah, nobody was watching. Nobody was watching, but like these these people are still living out a dream, and it's it's disappointing well, when someone disappointing. says you can't you can't do it anymore. That sucks. They,
1: they it, it was launched too soon. From what I've read, there was kinks that had to be worked out between the NFL Players Association, right, with practice squad players yeah. and playing for the NFL, and then also playing for the AAF. I think the NFL really needs to look hard. The NBA's done a brilliant job with the D-League, which is what now? The G-League, in developing players. And I was thinking that this is what this could be. But clearly it didn't pan out. And they've suspended operations, which in all reports, it's going to end, right? And that the, the, the Carolina Hurricanes owner... Right, because he put a lot of money. It's said to lose seventy million dollars. And for me, I just don't understand from an NFL standpoint why you can't have a developmental league. I get it. There's a lot more money involved, and you and you're. It's a lot different with a bigger roster with football versus basketball. But I do think it would be good for the
0: sport. Right. I, I agree. I, I still think there's a way this can work, but I feel like. This is this is not, you know, Facebook. We their their motto is like, you know, put it out there and you know and, and break things. Like this is just not going to going to work. There's already there's already there's already something successful out there. Do you, what what do you think this tells for the XFL which is supposed to launch next year? Anything? I don't think I don't I they they're actually getting the opportunity to, to, see the see, to see the failures. see the failures. So yeah. there is some there is some advantage to that. And also it seems like the runway is longer. For for the XFL, I mean the AAF came out like maybe like la, like last year. I heard about it. at least the XFL has been brewing for a couple of years, so maybe there's a chance to make that work. But I mean, it all comes down to you know. Think about the guys. There's a lot of like well-known Steve Spurrier, Bill Polian. Like there's a lot of people who have you know name recognition. That are, it's they're embarrassed by this. Like people, we all work. We all have jobs. You know what I mean? Like well, Annie doesn't. But you know, you work for yourself. Yeah. So like. No, according to the Steve Harvey Show, I'm unemployed. Did you get paid? By was that just a guest appearance? Or? No, I got paid. That's nice. It wasn't much, but I got paid. Well, that's good. Um, you had to fill like information. Yeah, I had to fill out a W two. W two, yeah. So like, it's just to me, it's just embarrassing. Like you, you work for a business, and like you just one day you go you go to work, and but the made, doors are closed. You made a good point. I think it was too. It, everything developed too quickly. Way too quickly, and like it's just not you know. Like I said, Facebook. I think their motto is—correct me if I'm wrong—is like "move fast and break things." Is that their motto? Well, inter- internally, like that's that's their sort of thing. Like, just get stuff out, and we'll tweak it. We'll, like, you know, we'll fix the bugs on the fly. And that happens a lot in the startup business. Yeah, and um, and this is just not. This is just too many people. There's just too many people involved for this business. Here's a crazy idea. Why don't
1: I guess it's. You know you're not going to put bodies into the stadiums, right? I, I feel I feel like they're they're short sighted in that. Why don't they play these games in very small venues? Why don't you say we're going to play at a five thousand seat high school venue? I know that sounds crazy, but I don't know where the money's coming from. But like, imagine if you were watching Johnny Manziel at a small college. Or like a large high school stadium. Because I'd love to see the numbers. No, for real. If How many thousands of people do you think are going to these games? There's no way. You think some of these stadiums are getting 10,000 people? No, I don't think so. But that's my point. Yeah. Here's a crazy concept. You see former players or guys who are trying to play in the NFL in a small stadium. I would go see that. To me, it's not appealing to go down to San Diego... An old Qualcomm Stadium, which is a disaster. I don't know what it's called now, like San Diego Credit Union Stadium or whatever it is. There's no appeal. But if you said to me, dude, you're going to go down to like Chula Vista or someplace and you're going to see Johnny Manziel play where Reggie Bush grew up because he was somewhere down in San Diego. Do you see what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe again, these are this is an awful idea as far as financials, but.
0: If you're not putting butts in seats in a normal stadium, why not just move them to a smaller venue? I just want to know if it's about the butts and the seats. Like, I don't think they're ever going to make enough money from the ticket sales to keep it afloat. I but, mean, that's, really, but that's
1: my point. To me, it's really
0: about I, it's about advertisers. Yes, it's about TV, TV money, and figuring out what the sweet spot is for CBS, who's not going to rerun. You know, God friended me on a Saturday Please night. Please never do that show. Watch and you watch. Uh, and you watch um, you know, you watch some football. And, and, and here's why it's short-sighted as well. The, the The success story for the AAF is you watch a couple of these players, and you're like, "Huh, oh, that's kind of cool. And you hear about 10 guys who make it to the NFL. Yeah. And now people start being interested in like, oh, how do I – Sure. I'm watching some players that can actually play. Yeah. So they just – it's just very short-sighted thinking from the, the people who are running the business because you needed one cycle – for them to pick out the you know couple of wide receivers, a couple you know quarterback that makes the team, and everyone starts to kind of yeah become invested. It's like it's it's similar to like when people have a TV show and it's like season one. Oh, it's only one season. Why why am I invested in watching that? Yeah, give me the the renewal so I know that um, I'm watching season one, knowing that a season yeah. two is coming. So just just bummer, just a bummer. But did you actually watch any games? I watched maybe a quarter I of watched a, the first I watched the first of the first first night of games me too but I agree it's not but I'm, I'm not thinking about what's my viewing like I'm thinking about the, the people who are trying to fulfill a dream like you and I or anyone else out there is like their dream is to play football yeah, you still have a chance you know done career's it's over. My dream Later. is to uh have
1: drinks with evil tug you know to have a drinking in? Well, I'm saying evil tug might get me drinking. I will, I will
0: force you to drink. He will
1: force you to drink. He will. Yeah. Evil tug. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm coming up. Friday is five years of the denting, my five year anniversary, April fifth. What do you do for that? Yeah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Nothing special. <laughs> yeah. Reflect. Yeah, reflect. You're still alive. All, yeah. All jokes aside, that's what I do. I, I, I like think about that shit. Maybe do a float lab god you you need
0: to do an ad sales of flow lab
1: well i mean i had I had crash the guy from the show or the guy who owns it on Den report and then he forgot me dude i did a two hour interview with this guy he forgot you he forgot who I was i went i went for that's how many drugs this dude's done. I went for a uh an appointment and I messed up my schedule he forgot me it took him like ten minutes he'd be like yo what's up crash and then he's like somebody's scheduled wrong because they only have two uh they only have two chambers, sensory deprivation chambers, and after like he's talking to all of us, then finally it hit him. He's like, oh, yeah, man. What's going on, bro? <laughs> Unbelievable, right? Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do Friday. We'll see. Maybe I'll go back to uh, Beverly Hills for some Japanese barbecue.
0: Now, you're not watching the final four. I know that. I'm watching it. Yeah, right.
1: I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, right. I promise. You. When do you leave? Friday morning. I do leave Friday. You excited?
0: You gotta be. I'm really excited. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, I, the the two times I've been, it's been it's been awesome. Like I've it's been just a fun experience. I'm hoping. Um, you know, The other the other venue I've never been to Super Bowl. I like to go to Super Bowl. There's really not many other sports. It's sport gonna things. be out here in a few years. Kentucky Derby. I've never been to. I like to go to the Derby. That's fun. There's not too I, many other things I haven't done that I'd like to do. Sports-wise. You should just wait. The Super Bowl is going to be out
1: here, I think, in three years. I'm going with the Cowboys go. Oh, so
0: you've never gone, bro. (laughs) That's true. 23 years and counting. Eight and a half is your current over-under wins, I saw. It might be under. I think it might be eight.
1: Yeah. Well, Tug, it's been a pleasure. Always is. Great to see you. I love to see you. I love to see Evil Tug. Where can people find you on the social media world?
0: Guys, gals, I'm going to be uh, – um, I'm at Tug Coker on Twitter, at Tug Coker on Instagram. I'm going to have a great video up of Andy and I and our uh, UVA uh, challenge, one loving and one hating. Um, we got some uh, Hannah Montana up on there. As always, Joe, thanks for letting me keep your seat warm. Appreciate it. Thank you, Andy. Give
1: Joe some love on Twitter, at Fix Your Life, and on Instagram, at Joe Prano. You guys can see him in Alaska. He will be back, I believe, Sunday night, so for next Monday's podcast. You can follow me, at Andy Ruther, the show at The Dirty Sports. And, yeah, if you everything's posted online. If you want to see my appearance on the Steve Harvey show, called Steve, actually, it's just called Steve. And, uh I think they re-air it, so if you have access to NBC, look it up. They re-air it because the, the full TV version is a little better than what the online clips are. And, uh, yeah, keep dropping those iTunes reviews. Again, we do give out koozies. I mailed out uh, three more sets of koozies yesterday to people who l- use screenshots and iTunes reviews. All right, Dirtballs, that's the show. Tug, safe travels. Dirtballs, I'll see you in Minnesota. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend, and stay dirty.